This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now on the wait for .com hotline, always great to spend some time with Adam <laughs> Alexander from FS1 yes. and Fox on NASCAR. We've missed you, sir. Welcome, Adam. It, well, is this like Cousin Eddie? Is that what I am? No, no, that's no, the deal. No, no, I mean, no. I, Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not Chuck from Happy Days who goes upstairs and never appears again. No, we're not going to do that to you. That's either. right. That's right. Hey, Adam, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I was going to ask him that, that nice opening that you gave Adam, and, and he will spend time doing what he does and enlightening us to what's coming up with Daytona. But you said kicking things off, and Daytona 500 is the start to the NASCAR season. Until recently, and even though it doesn't count, is the shine taken off that Daytona 500 for NASCAR fans just a little bit since they brought on the clash at the Coliseum? It's really changed the feel. I won't say it's taken the shine off, but, you know, forever in NASCAR, we were in Daytona for what felt like an eternity because you had the clash. Uh, and then you had, you know, a full week and then, you know, it was Daytona week. And it was just, it was crazy how much time we spent down in Daytona Beach, Florida, it really all leading up to the Daytona 500. But it felt like one event because mm-hmm. the clash was held at Daytona on the same track. Then they said, you know what, the clash is kind of losing its luster. Let's put it on the road course. So we did that a couple of years ago, shortened speed weeks, as we always called it in Daytona. And and that really was not well accepted either. It was a, a night race, middle of the week, the clash was, and, and that wasn't what everyone wanted. And so now they said, let's really get out of the box, move it to a different location, something that had never happened. And they put it on the, the racetrack at the Coliseum the, 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 that they built, special for uh, the clash. And they started that last year. It's an event all to its own. It's so unique. Introduces you to one of the great, you know, sports markets in the country. And so I feel like it's it's the perfect setup because it has nothing to do with Daytona, whether you talk about the racetrack, the market, the style of racing, all of that. But yet it does give the teams an opportunity to get together and it gives NASCAR a real shot to be introduced to a new market, which is so important to be in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, and listen, and it's like the Super Bowl. Listen to what he said. I know you're going to jump in with a question, but I never thought about it this way. These guys used to arrive at Daytona for that race, much like what we've seen the last two weeks, wherever the Super Bowl is going to be. They spend two weeks there getting ready, then there's the game. The class moved out, and and it's kind of like the Pro Bowl now, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> you know, the week before, and then you know everybody gets kind of gets ready. But absolutely, folks, spending time on the wayfor.com outline with Adam Alexander, and he is social. First time he did that to you for the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can join find him on Twitter at Adam1Alexander, all lowercase, Adam numeral one, uh, Alexander. Um, okay, so Martin Truex Jr. wins last week in the class. We don't take a lot away from that. Uh, it's a made-up track. There's no pit stops. So it's none of the things you would have in a normal race. But still, what does it say about his team 
and about Joe Gibbs because breathing down his shoulder was a former teammate in Kyle Bush, you know, pushing along Austin Dillon. I thought that was just, can I use the word delicious? I thought that was delicious, seeing somebody who had been his teammate, now a teammate with Childress uh, there at the end of that race. Well, it's two years in a row. The Kyle Bush was right there but couldn't win the clash. And, and what's you know cool about Kyle being there in, in, in contention is the fact that he had won on the super speedway at Daytona in the class. He had won the road course race at Daytona in the class. He had not won in LA. And, and if he wins last year or this year, and he was close both years, he would have been the only driver to complete the sweep and win in every configuration, a racetrack for the class. So that would have been really, really cool for Kyle, especially if he had done it this year with his new team and first race out of the gates and all that. But for Martin Trex Jr., his old teammate, Martin didn't win at all last year. Now, he won't get credited with a victory, a points-paying victory. The winless streak is not over because he won the clash. But this is an organization that was so close so many times last year, and when they couldn't close the deal, you started saying to yourself, have they still got it? Can they win a race? I'm not suggesting he's going to have a career year or go on and win the championship this season like Joey Logano did last year after winning the clash. But I do think this win is significant for Martin because they had just had so much bad luck. And now to come out of the gate and win this way, it now puts them in a position where I feel like there there is some momentum restored, some confidence is there. And I would anticipate 2023 will be totally different for Martin in comparison to what we saw last year. Adam Alexander joining Sam and Greg here. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com on America's only unofficial holiday, this Super Bowl Sunday. One of the things that Sam and I have been talking about, just sort of joking actually between, between segments um, over the last few weeks, is Michael Jordan has done what Michael Jordan does. As we look at 23-11 going into this season, he put a little competition with Bubba Wallace, <laughs> you know, he, get, he said this free ride stuff is no more. In other words, what can you say about what we should expect this season from that team and, and, and how Bubba's running? Expectations are high, and, and it's because of what Bubba has done the last couple of years. We had Denny Hamlin, the other owner, on a race up the other day. And I said, I want, I want to get you to go back two years ago. We're getting ready for the Daytona 500. Michael Strahan sits down with Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace. And Strahan asked Jordan, you know, what, what are your expectations being a NASCAR owner? Because at that point, they had never competed at all. And Jordan said, I'm a winner, man. I want to win. And, and I thought to myself, this is crazy. You don't just show up and win in NASCAR. It's so hard to start a team. And, and we had seen it so many times where an organization that's brand new comes in with these lofty expectations, and it just it doesn't pan out. Well, they won year one at Talladega in the fall. And everyone said oh, it was, you know, it was rain shortened, and it was at Talladega, and and then last year, they bring on Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch wins in the spring at Kansas. And then Bubba Wallace wins in the fall at Kansas. And he didn't just win at Kansas in the fall. If you, if you look at their number second half with that 23 team or the 45, because he was driving, you know, the 45 late in, in the year because of the whole situation with Kurt Busch and the head injury. But when he went over to drive the 45 car under the, the 2311 umbrella, he, he not only ran well, 
one at, at Kansas, but he maintained their points position in the owner points. And I think all of that signified what he's capable of. I, I'm not sure Bubba didn't even introduce himself to some things that he didn't know that he was capable of. Now you bring in Tyler Reddick, his new teammate, Tyler Young and, and talented. Bubba returns to the 23 car. But you know what? The results are there. The, the momentum is there. I think the confidence is there for Bubba Wallace. And, and you saw it at the clash. He led laps last weekend. He, he is, it's an expectation now for him. It's not a what if, it's an expectation. And now that he's experienced it, got a taste of it, I would anticipate he's someone we're going to be talking about a lot. And it's not just at certain types of tracks. I think we're going to be talking about him on a fairly regular basis, regardless of, of where we're competing. Folks, been talking with Adam Alexander from FS1 getting set for Daytona 500. And Adam, I got to ask you, it, it looked like the racing was better uh, in the car last week. Uh, you know, may, maybe a year in, people have gotten acclimated to it and used to it. But I want to talk about the, the seem to be the shift and a, a bit of dynamic guys stepping out of the cars and becoming owners. We got Jimmy Johnson in, this year. We already have Denny Hamlin involved. Tony Stewart steps out of a car and is an owner. Um, talk about this group of guys who are doing what you can't do in other sports. In other sports, you don't just walk off the field and become an owner. And how this group of uh, young owners and former drivers can really shape the future of NASCAR. I don't know if people take the time to really think about how they're going to influence things going forward as as uh, as owners. Well, if you go back 12, 15 years ago, the biggest concern in NASCAR and in, in its future was not where the driver's going to come from. It's who's going to own these teams. Rick Hendrick was getting older. Jack Roush was getting older. Richard Childress was getting older. You know, Roger Penske. And, and so it's like, what's the future going to be? Who's going to lead these organizations? Then you mentioned it. Tony Stewart becomes a driver owner and, and partners with Gene Haas, and it's Stewart Haas. And that was really the first one, but, but that was a little bit of an outlier because Tony was still driving. You, you, know, you, you didn't know if, if that was going to be the future. But then Denny Hamlin joins forces with Michael Jordan, and Brad Keselowski leaves Roger Penske and goes over and, and, and jumps on board with the Rush Fenway organization, forming RFK. Justin Marks, who was not a noted driver, will never be in the Hall of Fame as a driver, but had – been a tremendous road racer he decides to join forces with pitbull and and buy out chip ganassi and form track house and we know how good they were last year with daniel suarez and ross chastain uh now jimmy johnson coming back and and legacy motor club with maury gallagher and and richard petty it's crazy to see this happening you know the role that jeff gordon plays now with hendrick motorsports and it has changed the face of these franchises it's changed the way they do business, the way they think, the, the level of communication with NASCAR. Across the board, I, I really believe that the sport is in as good a place as it's ever been because you've got these superstars, these Hall of Famers as drivers that are now becoming you know, figureheads with these races. And to me, that really gives you the best chance for long-term success. Listen, it's new money. And, and and we know the money that's being thrown around in professional sports. These guys got to put it someplace. Yeah. You know, yeah. for a minute we were watching them do it with eSports. But anyway, Adam Alexander again, FS1, joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929com um, I, I was going to ask you about some of the changes, the rule changes, as we head into this season. But there's only one. 
And I'm sorry, I don't know how you feel about this, and maybe it's one of those things that rubs you, and I mean no pun intended here, the wrong way, but the rule change that they are calling the Ross Chastain. The highlight of NASCAR season last year is what this dude did at Martinsville, how he won that race going along the uh, the wall and, and, and turn it into a video game. Well, that's obviously not going to happen this year, but that was, like I said, one of the highlights of last year. I never asked you, how did you feel about that? I thought it was awesome. Okay, good. And still, here's the, every time I see it, I'm like, how in the world did he pull that off? And, <laughs> and is that choke. real? <laughs> Sam almost well, choked. Stop. <laughs> but having said that, you, you know, number one, I don't think people realize, and, and I probably don't even realize in the position that, that I play, in the role that I play, that 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 move is a is a one in who knows how many, right? Like that's not just something that you can do anywhere, anytime. It was such a unique circumstance at a track that would allow it at a time in the race where all circumstances pointed toward this is the only time really you're going to see this. So this is <laughs> is not something that you would ever see at any other track, really. Because if you go back, everyone question, you know, the following week in the championship race at Phoenix, is this something we could see? It's like no way, not not here, and and so I, I think NASCAR's done the right thing of coming in and policing it. And and what I like about NASCAR getting involved is one, I believe all the competitors agree this is something that we we shouldn't be doing and shouldn't see again. And and that's not to say Ross shouldn't have done it. I think Ross did exactly what he needed to do. I thought yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. But but having said that, from a safety perspective, it's not something that we need to see on a regular basis. And by NASCAR putting this rule in and now ensuring we won't see it again, it adds to the lore of what Ross Chastain did and how unique that was yeah. and where it fits into NASCAR history. He, so he's like uh, I, I thought it was great. I think NASCAR's done the right thing. Like, but, he's a one-hit wonder. Yeah, that was fantastic. Adam, we appreciate you getting up and spending some time with us. Uh, can't wait to see what happens down there this week as we get set for next Sunday. But thanks for bringing us up to speed, the, literally. The first of many visits, hopefully. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, always enjoy it. Have a good one, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.